welcome to the How to Learn Anything course from Plato University, where you're going to learn the science-based tools of pro learners to accelerate your learning, remember more, and master any hard skills. These are the secret techniques they didn't tell you in school. If you're passionate about changing your life with learning, join us at Plato.University to get exclusive content with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. All right, we are to our final stage in the learning process, and this is going to be reviewing the results of our learning plan. This is what's going to help us go from a one-time self-directed learner into lifelong learners, having really mastered the skill of learning anything. Now, the process that we've gone over is a largely recursive process, meaning that you'll likely go through the steps several times on your way to mastering a difficult subject. Once you've gone through a cycle, you often have a better understanding of the task, and you may have planned some things that make you want to update your goals and plan. So based on that, you would change the way you study, and as you progress, you improve your task, understanding and making further changes to your goals and plan. When you're mastering any skill or concept, you engage in a lifelong journey, committing to this path of learning that skill until mastery. If we go back to Bloom's taxonomy that we learned about before, we're going from the process of just remembering something, being able to recall facts and basic concepts, to actually moving all the way up and being able to create something new, producing new and original work and using everything that we've learned to create things in the world. So after you finish any learning cycle or have to put it on pause for some reason, you should spend a little bit of time analyzing it. What went right? What went wrong? What should you do next time to avoid making the same mistakes in your learning? Even though you've learned the principles of what's going to help you learn the best, not every single learning project is going to be successful for you. And that may be because you slip into old learning habits or you forget some of the best ways to learn. This is why we spend some time going over the results of our learning process so that we can improve it and make the next learning project that we do even better. On the flip side of that, your successful projects are worth analyzing as well. They can often tell you more than your failures because the reasons a successful project succeeded are the very elements you want to retain and replicate in the future. See, with being a self-directed learner, the goal isn't merely to learn one skill, but to hone and enhance our overall learning process. Each successful learning project that you undertake can be refined and improved for your next one. Now, as you go through the review process, you're going to be presented with three options for you to continue in lifelong learning. You have to decide what do you actually want to do with the skill that you've learned. See, with no plan in place to use it or continue learning it in the future, most of your knowledge about it is eventually going to decay. So in order to combat this, we have three options. We can maintain what we've learned, we can engage in some relearning, or we can engage in lifelong mastery of what we've learned. Let's discuss each of these. So our first option is maintenance. This means to invest enough practice to sustain the skill, but without any concrete goal or getting to a new level in that skill. This often can be accomplished by setting up a habit of regular practice, even if it's every once in a while. You could also approach maintenance by integrating the skill into your everyday life. This kind of practice will be more sporadic, but it ensures that you keep it enough to make it usable. And the more you're able to create this and continuing to maintain it for the long term, you're going to fight off that exponential decay that we learned about from Herman Ebbinghaus. This means you might want to start with a habit of more serious practice, but reduce the time spent on it a year or two after your project is finished to still get most of the benefit. Now our second option is relearning. Obviously forgetting the skill or information that we learned isn't ideal, but for some skills, the cost of relearning the skill later 
are smaller than the cost of keeping it continuously sharp. For example, you may have learned more than you actually need. So if some of that knowledge decays due to disuse, it's going to become automatically less important than the knowledge that you've Now relearning is generally easier than the first time that you learned something. And this is because the knowledge is usually inaccessible rather than completely forgotten. So by doing something like a refresher course or a practice series, you can reactivate most of what you learned before in a fraction of the time. So doing this strategy may be optimal for subjects that you need to use infrequently. The final option is engaging in lifelong mastery of this skill. And this means you're going to dive even deeper into the skill than what you've learned. This can be done through continued practice at a lighter pace or by following up with another learning project that dives deeper into the skill. For example, your first round of learning may cover a wider territory and some of the basics of that skill. However, as you learn and engage in the skill, you may identify a subtopic or a branch of skills within that domain that you want to follow up with more in-depth learning. Additionally, you may decide that you want to transfer a skill learned in one place to a new domain. And we already know that this idea of mastery is a long road that extends far beyond any one single learning project. Sometimes the barriers you overcome in your initial effort are enough to clear the way for a slow process of accumulation to reach eventual mastery. And many things that you learn, getting started is quite frustrating, so it's difficult to practice without a certain amount of effort. But once you've reached this threshold, the process switches to being one of accumulating huge swaths of knowledge. On the other hand, some learning projects will get stuck, and you will need to spend time unlearning and push through your frustrations again to get ahead. Those projects benefit more from the learning principles that we've covered to reach eventual mastery. So for your activity today, I want you to look back over the 18 techniques that you've learned in this course and choose what you'd like to do with these skills that you've learned here. Look between the options and how well you understand the material and see if you need to engage in maintenance, relearning, or lifelong mastery. Thank you for taking the How to Learn Anything course. To get everything you need to become a pro learner, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners just like you, then visit plato.university slash courses slash learning and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash learning. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.